European Heart Journal Case Reports 2021. I'm Dr Jenny Han, podcast editor. Today, I'll be talking about a case report by Xuling Hong, Gu Shen Fu, Zhang Lu Li, and Wenbing Zhang from Zhejiang University School of Medicine, Sir Run Run Shaw Hospital, Hangzhou, China, titled Intrastent Hematoma After Treatment with a Drug-Eluting Balloon for Instant Restenosis, a case report. A complication of coronary artery stents is instant restenosis. The management of this can be through redietation through a drug-eluting balloon. However, this management can be associated with complications. A rare complication is intrastent hematoma, where there are no current guidelines for treatment. This case report outlines the management of intrastent hematoma through two approaches, a cutting balloon and a drug-eluting stent. The case. An 87-year-old man presented to the hospital with recurrent shortness of breath and angina. During the previous month, he had reported progressive dyspnea with NYHA, New York Heart Association, class 3 symptoms. His past medical history included hypertension, diabetes mellitus, coronary artery disease with PCI, percutaneous coronary intervention, to the RCA, right coronary artery, in 2013, and the left circumflex in 2015. Examination revealed a diastolic murmur at the left sternal border and clinical signs of heart failure. ECG showed inverted T waves in leads V3 to V6 and Q waves in leads 2, 3 and ABF. Troponin was 0.43 nanograms per milliliter and NT pro BNP was 6,981 picograms per milliliter. Transthoracic echocardiogram showed moderate aortic regurgitation and left ventricular ejection fraction of 36%. Three days later, he underwent coronary angiography, which indicated mild instant restenosis of the proximal RCA and subtotal occlusion of the left circumflex. The team elected for angioplasty of the left circumflex with a drug-eluting balloon. Predietation was through a 2.0 by 20 mm compliant balloon and 2.75 by 10 mm non-compliant balloon after which a 2.75 by 30 millimetre drug-eluting balloon was released in the stent. A few minutes later, he reported chest pain. Angiography showed severe instent narrowing, and IVUS, intravascular ultrasound, showed intrastent hematoma. This was not relieved with a 2.75 by 10 millimetre cutting balloon. The team then elected to treat it with the Endeavour Resolute 2.75 by 30 millimetre drug-eluting stent. This was then able to completely seal the hematoma, which was confirmed through angiogram and IVUS. The patient had no further complications and was discharged home three days later. Discussion I will discuss several aspects of this case, including causes of stent failure, assessment of stent failure, treatment of instant thrombosis, and hematoma as a complication of the treatment of instant thrombosis. When there is a recurrence of symptoms or ischemia after PCI, a stent failure should be suspected. This can be caused by instant restenosis, incomplete initial revascularization, stent thrombosis, or disease progression. Instent stenosis is the most common cause of stent failure and the most common indication for target lesion revascularization. Instent stenosis can be angiographically defined as a greater than 50% reduction in luminal area within the stent or in the adjacent native vessel, adjacent being within 5mm of the proximal or distal stent edge. 
European guidelines state that IVIS should be considered in cases of stent failure to identify and correct underlying mechanical factors. They also state that OCT, optical coherence tomography, should also be considered as an additional modality, as observational studies have shown that it is able to characterise neointimal tissue and neoatherosclerosis within a stent. One limitation of this case is that the medical team did not use IVIS to image the instant stenosis. This would have been useful, especially as the team were not able to review the original lesion and details of the original procedure. When instant stenosis is confirmed and is associated with angina or ischemia, it should be treated through repeat revascularization. For most patients, this involves PCI, which can be conducted with a drug-eluting stent, bare metal stent, balloon angioplasty, or brachytherapy. Two 2015 network meta-analyses, one published in The Lancet and another published in the BMJ, suggested that the top two most effective treatments in order are repeat stenting with new generation drug-looting stents and drug-coated balloon angioplasty. However, the optimal treatment also depends on the underlying lesion, which is why intracorneal imaging can be useful. For example, if a stent is underexpanded, High-pressure dilatations using non-compliant balloons may be the best treatment strategy. The treatment also depends on other disease, as cabbage, coronary artery bypass grafting, may be useful in patients with multivessel disease or recurrent episodes of instant stenosis in large vessels. In this case, there was significant stenosis of the left circumflex, leading to the patient's presentation with heart failure and the team made the decision to carry out balloon angioplasty for target lesion revascularization. There is a small risk of complications after balloon angioplasty. Previous case reports have reported intimal dissection and formation of intrastent hematoma. In this case, the patient had developed an intrastent hematoma within minutes of balloon deployment. Several mechanisms have been proposed for the pathophysiology of this. One suggested mechanism is that the balloon ruptures the new capillaries in the new plaque in the stent. Another suggested mechanism is that blood flows into the plaque after fibrous cap rupture. For the management of intrastent hematoma, previous case reports have proposed re-implantation of the new stent, but there are no current best practice guidelines for this. In this case report, the team first attempted to use a cutting balloon, but they only achieved complete sealing after new stent implantation therefore supporting this approach. Finally, this case demonstrated the use of intracoronary imaging to assess the development of complications after balloon angioplasty. IVIS was used by the team to identify the intrastent hematoma and after stent implantation to confirm sealing, showing the utility of IVIS to guide management. The authors have highlighted the following learning points. Balloon angioplasty of intrastent restenosis is not completely without risk. Intrastent hematoma, which is rare after dilatation of instant lesions, may not be relieved by a cutting balloon, but can be sealed by implanting a new stent. IVIS imaging can provide insight into the cause of instant restenosis and guide the treatment. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this fascinating case for us. And thank you for listening to European Heart Journal Case Reports podcasts. References used to create this podcast and the original case report are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is Computer by State Shirt.